0: This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with this week's edition of Around the Hub City. I'm out at Lubbock Christian talking to a couple of the Eagles 7-on-7 seven seven standouts. Not just 7-on-7, seven seven, but when they get out there with real 11-man football. Welker Horn and Luke Lee. Guys, you guys have had a busy summer already. You're out here at, what do they call it? I want to make sure I get it called, what, what does Coach Softly call this summer? Warbird. Warbird. I want to make sure I give it the right name. You guys have been doing a little bit of stuff otherwise. Qualified for the seven-on-seven state tournament, the UIL version, for the first time ever, which I'd be curious to know how many. I think I saw that Midland Christian maybe qualified as well, but there's not a whole lot of TAPs teams going. So first of all, talk about that feather in your cap that you guys went and competed against UIL teams that I assume were 3A, 4A, 5A, maybe 5A. I don't know. What did you guys do so well, prep wise, that day to get ready for them, Luke? And what worked so well? Uh,
1: I mean, we've just been, we play, I think one of our biggest things is like, we just play together. We play together as a team and we're always on each other. You know, there's there's coach-led teams and there's player-led teams. And I think this year, our big focus is going to be having a player-led team. And I think we're falling into that pretty well. But uh, we just, we, we always stay ready and having competition is great. We love the competition that uh, UIL brings. And it's just a great, uh,
0: great atmosphere. And to be fair, you guys are just used to winning. And it doesn't matter <laughs> what it is. You guys just, and in football, obviously, you won a state championship, won a state championship sure. in basketball. Both of you guys were part of both of those teams. But there's, it's a little bit different look this year. And I was jokingly calling Welker Bax Townsend 2.0. You're actually Welker Horn 1.0. Because <laughs> I've heard a lot of good things about you. you. You watched Bax for the last two years or just last year? Just last year. So you kind of saw different things that he did on the field, off the field. How did that help you? I don't want to say it was low pressure, but because you did have to step in him Mm -hmm. for a couple – one week? Yes, sir. Yeah, when he got hurt. How did that help to kind of be his understudy for a while? Bax is a fantastic player. Uh, I've definitely learned a lot of his toughness and his
2: athleticism. I mean, he has pure talent, and so – my my main goal was to just help the team as much as I could. You know, uh after Bax graduated I knew it was it was gonna be my responsibility and being us as a team and that
0: stepping into a position to succeed for the team. You've kind of got quarterback and success in your DNA. I ask you about your older brothers, give them some pub here. What are your two brothers' names? Tucker Horn and Raider Horn. And they are both at Trinity University in San Antonio. And then I've known I didn't cover Dad. I got here right after Dad finished playing, but Dad's had a little bit of success in the athletic fields as well. He did. That's Jeff Horn, for those who don't know. Yes, sir.
2: He played baseball at Monterey. Him and my grandpa, his father, Larry Horn, both won state championships in baseball. So
0: very, he just had a lot of success. Did they try to get your dad to come out and play football back in the day? I know a lot of his teammates. I know uh, Chad... I can't his, his names escaping. A lot of them talked about how your dad may have been the best athlete in their class that year. No. Have you, has your dad ever told you these stories? He I mean, has. I've heard them many times. That's, all right. <laughs> Luke probably hears these stories too from mom. And I was just bragging about his mom about stories I've heard about him. You mentioned being competitive with your sister. I'm going to guess that your whole family, when the ball gets rolled out or a golf ball or anything mm-hmm. that. Kind of the ears pick pick up, the hair stands up on the back of the neck, and you guys are ready to go.
1: Yes, sir, I would agree with that. I think uh, everybody in our family is very competitive, and uh, we just see a ball on the floor, you got to get on the ground.
0: So That's exactly whatever I've watched you guys. that's what I'm like, like if I was quick enough, I'd keep track of floor burns for Luke and Reagan Lee. Like they'd have <laughs> their own category. All right, I straight off. I went off in left field there. Let's talk about this football team. I'm going to make you talk about Welker. I'm going to make you blink and blush a little bit here. Bax was incredible. Yes, you played with him for two years. Yes, sir. Why have you guys not missed a beat from the end of last season to now with Welker?
1: Uh, uh, again, Bax was a great player. But Welker, he's, just, he's tremendously confident. And he, he knows there's sometimes he just wows me because he puts the ball in places where it's just like, I don't know how he got there. He can thread the needle so well. And I I'm not, I have full confidence when we get out on the football field, put the pads on. When we need him to run the ball, he's going to run over people. I'm not worried about that at all. So I got a lot of trust in this guy.
0: You were kind of a hybrid receiver slash slot back type guy last year. Yes, sir. So you did a little bit of what backs was doing, but you also learned what your receivers are mm-hmm. doing. How much has that helped you to know what they're going to do as a quarterback?
2: It's changed my perspective of just the game. So I've been quarterback, but when I played tight end, it's it's just changed my perspective of what now as quarterback what is the H going to do what are these receivers thinking in certain situations and just being situationally aware is very important to me and just having having trust and just having trust in all the guys is very important.
0: You got to block a little bit too, which to me as a quarterback gives you an appreciation of what those guys are doing in front of you.
2: Yes, sir. It was very, it was very different, but as the season went on, I started to love it and it just. The, the team and our bond
0: was unbelievable. So seven on seven for you guys seems like it's important because you have a, will have a first year starting cornerback, but also who, first of all, who are some of the other new faces besides Walker that people could kind of get used to seeing now. And then when you get back to work in the fall, I'd say Zach Lewis, he's a,
2: came in from Borden County and he plays what Luke plays uh, right behind him and he, I mean, he's very athletic. He can play anywhere on the field and very surprised, or very surprised
0: of his athletic ability. And then Brady's not a newcomer, but that is as, maybe is as athletic a guy as you have watching him and all the different things. And he's going to be – he'll play a lot of different roles with a new quarterback, with veteran receivers. Where do you guys not have weapons? I know that sounds weird, <laughs> but it seems like there's – you got to be a little bit like a kid in a candy store walker when you get out there to run that offense
2: i would say uh we lost O line we lost i think four out of our five were senior linemen and so we returned tay brooks and daniel grimstead and we're going to have to have some juniors to rise up to the challenge and very excited
0: to see that and coach softly is legendary for going to find like a second-string cornerback and sticking him off on the offensive line and just making it work. I don't think he's going to do that with you, Luke. I think you're safe. I've heard stories. (laughs) Seven-on-seven defense. Why is it helpful for you guys to kind of get used to – because they kind of take your tools away in seven-on-seven. You don't get to chuck. You just kind of have to react a little bit more. But how can it help you on defense?
1: Uh, It's just the speed of seven-on-seven is, I would say, quicker than on the field because – yeah, I mean you're holding for four seconds. There's no pass rush, so yeah, I mean, the your guy can run his route, but then that might take two seconds, and he's got two more seconds to just do whatever he wants. And so you got to it. It reminds uh, our corners and safeties just to stay on a hip, and you got to find the hip before you can look for the ball. Just find the hip before you look at the tip. So, I think it just gives us a lot more experience that will help us when we get to August.
0: I've heard a lot of coaches say that for defensive guys, it's more mental reps. Yes, sir, I would agree because. Yeah. I don't know if you'll if you faced anybody that you'll see during the regular season, but you'll see schemes and routes that will be familiar. Yes, sir. How does it help you to see that to not be able to be as physical as you want to be?
1: Well, just you can see the whole field, I think, and uh, well, you see everything, you see nothing. So I think seven-seven uh, seven, just allows you to focus
0: better. So in basketball, when I watch you, I can tell you you'd rather defend than do anything else. Yes, sir. I think in football it's pretty fifty-fifty because you. I've watched you at DB. You kind of like being on that side That's of the ball. Fair.
1: I like. I, sh- I like to be kind of a ball hawk
0: and just kind of be everywhere. It's it's fun. It's worked out okay for him so far. Yes, sir, it has. Yes. Will you double up? Will you play any defense, or is that to be determined yet?
2: I, I mean, I would love to play some defense. I mean, anything to help the team to be successful.
0: But it's seven on seven, I'm assuming your focus is.
2: Offense. Yes, sir. I also play uh, outside linebacker. What Luke plays, just seven on seven. It makes me realize what defenders, as quarterback, what defenders are thinking in certain coverages, cover two man, cover four
0: quarters, anything like that. Now I know with UIL teams, Coronado's the other team in town that's going. The quarterback is basically in charge of the offenses. Coach softly handed you the keys. Yes, sir. And in, in seven on seven, we work.
2: We polish things up on Monday nights in league play, where he comes in and helps me. But he's such a great mentor of what I need to be doing and what I need to be calling. And then when we get out there to SQTs,
0: it's very, very easy and understanding for me. That's not a basic offense that you guys run. Coach has kind of told me the different intricacies and the you've got a veteran, one veteran receiver. Or am I missing somebody? Two. Who's, who's the other one? Josh Rogers. Okay. So you've got a couple of guys that know at the end. You've got Brady. Yes, sir. How much are they helping you, and how much is he kind of helping you guys understand and get comfortable with the way he wants to do things? I think
2: the, the receivers are very elite. The, the, the work they put in to get bigger, faster, stronger, the weight room, anywhere, that they, they trust me, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. They, they run their routes their hardest. They are always, if they think they're not getting the ball, they still run hard just because I could look back to them. And so I'm very, very thankful for them.
0: Same thing for you, Luke. How much getting used to what he does that's different than backs, how much has that helped seven on seven wise?
1: Uh, I mean, no difference at all for me. I I trusted both of these guys and they they both know how to put the ball in places. And I,
0: uh, I don't have really much more to say about that. So it sounds like there was a little bit of drama in your last seven-on-seven seven game came down to the wire. Yes, sir. That's not something you guys had to deal with much last football season. you taking care of business every week. Mm-hmm. Just having that even a little bit in the summer, how much does that kind of weave into your DNA as you get ready to get started towards 11-man football in the fall?
2: I think it goes back to just competing. I mean, that's that's in Lubbock and just – being able to compete, if we're going to keep score, we're obviously going to try to win. And so that's what I love about here at love It Christian is that just competing to our hardest, our max now, and just do whatever you do to face adversity and win.
0: Okay, look, give me the play by play at the end in your last game. Who was it against? Uh, it was Kaufman. Okay, and tell me how it played out at the end.
1: So we needed a, a score, stop, score is kind of how we put it. And uh, so we had first play, we had a choice, I had a choice route, and uh, Fixed one play to get down to the end zone on that first score. It was uh, pretty efficient. Yes, sir. It was really efficient. It was a good play call. And then we got a we uh, had a tough third down conversion that we needed to get, and everybody stepped up, tied up their laces, and we got it done. Third down, got a stop. And then Welker just drove us down the field, called the right plays, put the ball where it needed to be on that last drive, and we ended up getting in the end
0: zone. You answered the same question. Just having to be pushed, mm-hmm. Just I mean, it's going to help you when you get to yes, sir. College Station because you're going to have that, but that mental recall when you get to games in the fall, how much does that help you guys? Because you're going to be, I have every reason to believe you're going to be really good, but you're going to be different, a little bit younger in some yes, spots. I uh, just think the experience of being calm
1: under pressure, uh, I think we've already grown in that from, from this year, just from seven on seven. And when come August, October, November, when we need to be playing our best, I think we'll be comfortable in those uh, rough situations.
0: So, so remind me when was the last time you got pushed last season? I don't. I mean, I we push ourselves every game to the best we can be. I would say. But I mean by the opponent, how uh, there was maybe one district game that was kind of up in the air. It Uh, was the one out here. Monster. Yeah, you had to. Because there was three teams that were kind of everybody was looking at. Mm -hmm. Welker, you were involved in that different role. What did you? What do you want to take from what you guys do now? If you get into one of those tight spots in the fall, how can you kind of make it translate?
2: Back to what Luke said, I think calm under pressure. is like there's, there was no need to get yourself amped up and um, um, scatterbrained. Uh, just being calm, focus on your responsibility and your assignment, and just doing it to your best ability, and
0: success will come. All right, talk about Walker again here. His level of calmness sure. it shouldn't be there. He shouldn't. He's, he's young. He should get rattled. Mm-hmm. What makes him unique that he doesn't? Uh, he's just he's been behind great
1: mentors, and the guys in front of him have done it great too. And so there's no reason for him not to.
0: So. Does the big brother help you with that? Your yes, sir, big he big does. Quarterback, did you, has he kind of been one of your mentors yeah, he, along the way? Yes, yeah,
2: sir. He he's a really great mentor. He coaching us at the other SQTs, okay. Being on the sideline, just having having an older brother with experience as they went they went on in the UIL to they won the state championship, I think in 2018, 2017. So it's He's just he's a great mentor and really helped me just through ups and downs.
0: So what are you guys looking forward to the most when you get to college station because you're going to see a bunch of teams, a bunch of different looking teams that you won't likely see again. What what do you want to take away from that 2-day experience?
1: Uh just just the ability to get out there and play and uh you know our our opponents are nameless faceless opponents are we but we're going to give our best effort no matter who we play and whether it's a team that's you know, clearly way better than us, we're still going to get out
0: there and give our best effort no matter the
1: opponent. So. What about you, Walker? I th- I'm really excited for us
2: to grow. We, we're, we're doing fantastic right now, but, the, but still the job is not finished. We, we still have way more to do, and I just want to see us go out and compete and have fun and grow as a team, get ready for August.
0: You know, I think I know, remember the format. First day it's three games, boom, 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 and then you qualify for at least one more. Does that sound correct? I think so. I'm yes, sir. completely sure. You guys went to Taps yes, sir. seven on seven. Are you go into that as well. Yes, no, sir. Okay, no, sir. so you're just you're just biting do... off the big bite here. Yes. Sir. Does that sink in with you guys yet? That you guys are the first team in school history to do something, or does it? Are you too young? Just kind of next day.
1: Uh, I'm
0: just excited to get out there and do do the best we can. What about you? You said you mentioned you saw your brother take a team to do that.
2: Yes, sir. I mean. First time, uh, many time. I mean, whatever, whatever it is, it's just, it's just another f- chance for us to go out and compete. And that
0: is two weeks from this weekend. Yes, sir. I'm not going to get what the cat out of the bag about what Coach was telling us about. I'll let him do that. But you guys might have a tune-up between now and then. That has been two of Lubbock Christians football players who were around for the state championship last year, and who have helped the Eagles qualify for the seven-on-seven state UIL tournament. Later this month month in College Station. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with Around the Hub City.